This is a small city. Just north of the big city. Built on brickyards, factories, and small businesses. With a rich history and strong roots. And this is a podcast. That serves to tell our story. Share our experience. And celebrate our community. This. This. Is Beacon. Local soccer star Chelsea Derbogosian stops by to chat all things soccer. We discuss her journey, the folks that have supported her along the way, and what it's like to play during COVID. Without further ado, this is Chelsea. Well, welcome back, everybody, to This is Beacon. Um, today we have with us our first youth interview. We're super, super excited to have Chelsea Derbogosian with us um, from the Beacon Girls soccer team. Um, so, Chelsea, thanks so much for stopping by. Hi, thank you for having me. So, for folks that don't know you and, um, you know, haven't been too up to date on all things soccer, um, tell us a little bit just about yourself. You know, how old are you? What school do you go to? So I'm Chelsea. I'll be turning 15 in January. Um, wait, I messed up. Are you a Capricorn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My sister's a Capricorn, so now I feel like I know know you exactly how you tick. Um, so you'll be 15 in, in, in January? Yeah. Okay. And you go to which school? Beacon High School. Nice. And have you been in Beacon schools your whole life? Yeah. Okay, so born and raised here? Yeah. I'll go back. I go back a few generations, so... Um, Actually, all of us. Yeah, we're all Beacon. We're all Beacon yeah. kids. Yep. Um, the difference is the difference is that Brandon, myself, and Ruben, my brother, my brother Ruben's on the phone, y'all. Um, so those that are listening, he, we're doing this a little bit differently this time. Um, the three of us, we all graduated from Beacon High, but we all graduated out of the old high school. Yeah, both my parents did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we share we share in the in probably the same thing your parents might share that we're all jealous of you guys with that beautiful new school. Just a little bit. Just just a little it's bit. really big. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's big, but it's also just like every time I walk in there, I just feel like, wow, like this feels like a place I want to learn in. Like it's just so nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. Yeah. So, so you're on our Beacon soccer team. It's been a really exciting uh, season for everybody. Um, are you involved in any other uh, community activities? Like do you do any other activities outside of um uh, Beacon soccer? Yeah, I play for another soccer team for East Fishkill, and I'm going to be doing track in the spring. Oh, nice, nice. So just in general, you're a bit of an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. And we'll get into how we how you got there in a bit. Um, but before we get into all things soccer and your passion around it, um, where might we find you in your free time? What, what do you like to do when you have nothing on the to-do list? I love just been watching shows and hanging out with my friends. Yeah. So uh, tell us, um, you know, for those of us, especially during COVID, right, we've, you know, we all can use a good recommendation on like a Netflix or something. What's a good show to binge watch that you like? So personally, me and my mom love Jane the Virgin and One Day at a Time on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. And they're, those are, they have like a lot of seasons, both of them, right? Yeah. I want to say like One Day at a Time has like three or four and Jane the Virgin has like or something yeah yeah and what do you why do you love those shows so much because it kind of reminds me of my family because well my mom's side of the family because spanish and it's just so funny to me and uh -huh. all the things they'll talk about <laughs> yeah yeah they're both like comedies right yeah yeah i think so too okay so let's get into all things soccer right like so first and foremost you know 
when, like, what are your like earliest memories of a soccer ball? Like, when did you start playing soccer? Since I can remember, because I'd always watched my older sister play soccer. So since I was like a, a baby, I'd always be at the soccer field, uh, learning and watching. And then at home, were you trying to like play against your sister? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so competitive, and I just always want to beat her. Or I, so I'd be downstairs every day when I was little, like hitting the ball against the, my downstairs um, wall, just like trying to get better and better. Uh huh. And so when did you when did you officially join a, your first soccer team? Do you know? Probably when I was like three or four on rec for Beacon Soccer League. Mm hmm. Yeah. And and do you remember like from that early age, like just like being just as competitive as you are now? Yes, always. I'd get like. I'd try my best. I'd have, like, six goals a game for, like, being super tiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, so I, because I, I think, like, right now um, my daughter plays, um, and I think at the younger ages you do see some kids are there just for, you know, it's just the activity, fun. right, yeah. like, for fun. And then there's a few kids that, like, you'll really see, like, that competitive side. Like, they want to score. They want to, you know, they want to be the star for sure. Um, so you were definitely in that second camp for sure. Yeah, my coach used to, like, make me sit by the goal so I'd stop scoring goals. Because oh, wow. I just wanted to score <laughs> goals so bad. So. Yeah. And so did you always – and were you always – in that position now now you're going to know my ignorance when it comes mm -hmm. to soccer um but were you oh they're called strikers uh, forwards people, yeah strikers forwards like do you were you always playing that position or have you played other positions so i've always played like defense and midfield i'd say i'd start off by and then recently like i want to say the last two years i've gotten into doing forward because i'm like really fast and i have a good strong kick so they move me to forward but i can pretty much play any position that anybody puts me in yeah. Is there a position that you love playing the most? Probably forward and then second midfield because I like a midfield because I can go back and help if like something's happening. Like to get a goal like on forward, my coach will always yell at me for going back, for trying to get the ball mm -hmm. because I don't like watching. Yeah. <laughs> you like to be right in there. Yeah. Right yeah. in right in the mix. Yeah. And and not for nothing, when you're watching soccer games though, I don't know how I, I can understand that because when the ball just gets kicked, like, it's like when you're in it, like, you just want to go get it. Like, yeah. it's not, mm -hmm. a, you know, like, how do you just, like, hold yourself back? Like, oh, never mind. I'll just let the other people <laughs> yeah. get right? Like, I could see how it could take you. Yeah, I, I once uh, coached a soccer, a kid's soccer team, like, really little. Mm -hmm. And that was a really hard task to get them in the beginning to stay on, the, on their side of yeah. the field. Um, but once they got it, then it was like, you know, it was it was locked in, but those first couple of practices was just like, yeah, this is gonna be an uphill battle. Yeah. It's gonna be an uphill battle because it's tough. You you know, especially when you're a young kid, you just you got so much energy. Like you said, you just want to get that ball, or you want to try and you know try and score or whatnot. So to try and keep that, hold that energy in, yeah. but also still getting it out there, it can be tough. Yeah, it can be tough. Yeah, my uh, my daughter, you know, I, I, I shared this with you before we started recording. My daughter, I told her I was going to come interview you today. And um, her biggest thing was, ask her, how do I get better? Because she just she just wants to score all the time. Um, yeah. so, so, you know, when you do see younger kids, um, especially like, you know, when you go back and you see some of the, the other kids that are playing and stuff, you know, what is your advice to young kids that want to be just like you when they grow up? Just stay focused. Like, even though you're super little, obviously it might not be, like, the biggest concern just on soccer, but just, like, have fun with it, though. Like, 
don't just make it about like I want to win stuff like this because there's been times when I was like whoa like let me take a step back and just try to have fun Mm -hmm. it's not always just about winning yeah yeah because I can imagine especially even now right like if my daughter's team loses right she gets so I like cry when we lose (laughs) yeah yeah so so how do you how do you like try to keep the balance between being competitive but then reminding yourself okay I have to have fun yeah like that's why like even when I'm on the field I'll be like come on girls like let's go like let's keep a good attitude like stuff like this like just like keep them pumped up yeah and not just focus on like getting the goal or Mm -hmm. not letting them shoot yeah and when you think about soccer in general like not only being on the team or playing a game, um, you know, what do you think is, you know, what draws you the most? What do you like the most about playing soccer? I love the being competitive. That's just, ever since I was little, that's always been my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like with getting the ball, shooting the ball, getting the most goals, being the fastest player, just all of that. Yeah, that's the drive that, that keeps you coming back to the field time and time again. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah, and I, and I got a question. Um, once again, I, I was excited for the for to have you come in, and obviously, um, I'm over the phone, so I'm missing the in person. But um, how, how much did uh, you you touched on it a little bit with um, watching your sister and always being at the field when you were younger? How much do you think that she influenced you into the passion of soccer? A lot, because I just wanted to be just like my big sister in some ways. So I'd watch her and I'd be like, "Wow, like that's awesome! Like I want to do that too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it seems like, like uh, yeah, because I, I I remember I, I spoke to your dad one time, and uh, so obviously the he, your I, I just call him Mike Dave because I can't pronounce the last <laughs> name either, so we'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, with your sister, when she was playing, I remember talking to him and saying like, "Yo, you you got a young star in your hand," and then he was, he was like, "He's like, yeah, no, she's real good." He said, "He said, but he said, wait a few more years." He said, "My youngest, Chelsea." He said. Wait, wait till you see her play. And it's almost like fast forward to where you are now to see the things that you're doing. Um, obviously, he's your dad, so he's seen you. So he, he he's seen you playing. Um, so he must have seen something in you uh, years ago. This was probably about six years ago he told me that. So it's almost like amazing. And that's why I'm glad to have you here and see the, the success that you're having. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's, it's interesting to just watch the progression, right? So you started out at um, three, right, yeah. playing, right? So let's t- let's walk through a little bit of that experience, right? So you started at three playing at Beacon Soccer League, and then where did you go from there? So I played rec until I was about six years old, and then this coach, my coach Jason, wanted me to go on a travel team with, it was a mix of group, it was a mix of girls and boys, so I played on that team when I was only six years old. So it was strange. I was against like 12 years, 12 year old. So like pretty much wow. almost twice my age wow. and Maybe probably twice your size at that point. Yeah. And I was always very, very tiny, super like short and skinny mm-hmm. until now. Were it's you still short? Yeah. Were you, were you, do you remember like, were you nervous? Like not really nervous because they made me like Somebody I still play with on varsity, well, did. She was a senior now, Gabby Del Castillo. She was, like, super nice about it. Like, she'd always try to include me. So it, like, meant a lot. So I wouldn't be – it would still be a little strange because I was so much younger, but I always, like – it's where I wanted to be. So mm-hmm. I didn't really care if I had friends or not. So you've literally had this, like, drive or this, like, goal from, yeah. like, a very, very young age. Ever since I was little. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. You almost have like that that, that Michael Jordan mentality. Right? <laughs> that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Mamba killer mentality, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like no matter what, I'm here to I'm here to do my best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can play your game, but I'm gonna play mine too. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so then you're on that mixed, uh, both boys and girls. Um, and then from there, where did you go? Um, after that, I went to, they wanted to go, me to go to a U13 girls team. I think it was U13, but I was only six or seven at the time, and my dad didn't want to risk me getting hurt because I was very, very tiny. So I went to an all-boys team for my coach, Justin. I mean, no, Coach Carlos first. Mm-hmm. who was actually brothers with my varsity coach. Oh, okay. So I played for his team for a year with all boys, and his son, um, Andre Alzate, who's still my friend now. And then I went to my coach Justin's team. He's pretty much like family. Like, he's kind of my cousin, just not blood-related. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of strange playing with boys, mm-hmm. though I loved it still. Because I just wanted to be better than them. Like on the soccer field, boys would get so mad if I took the ball away from them or <laughs> beat them or got a shot on them. They'd get so angry just because I was a girl. Yeah. But I, I loved that part. Like it was just. It drives fun. you. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to be the best. Yeah. And so, and so the difference between playing with girls versus playing with boys, would you say it's just more, um, more aggressive on the field or do you think they were just being more aggressive with you because you were a girl i think part of it was just with me because i was a a girl but then when i started playing with girls it was weird to me because i wasn't used to it most of my friends ever since i was little were boys i didn't get along with girls because it just none of them were athletic like me so i wasn't really like interested in it Mm -hmm. but then playing with girls was fun because i like had a friend group that was all girls and we could relate on things so i liked it both ways though yeah, yeah, and and I can imagine too over time, right? Because now you're older, so playing with these girls, like they're they also have been playing for a lot longer, um, yeah. and it's not necessarily a wreck situation, yeah. Um, where some kids are just thrown out there because their parents want them to have something to do, yeah. <laughs> um, so you really are starting to um, find find your people, I would say, right? Like yeah. around like the athletic. Um, um, girls that are just as competitive, I'd, I'd assume, um, yeah. as you are, right? Because they're also out there playing to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went from the boys' team right to a school sp- a school team, or where'd you go from there? So I was on the girls' strikers team for about two years. Um, we were great. We like were undefeated for the first two years, or like the last year. I think we lost a few games, but we were great. Then when I got to middle school, you're not allowed to play sport in sixth grade, but in seventh grade, I started playing for the girls' JV team because Alzate wanted me to move up with my close friend, Devin Kelly, to play on the JV team to help them out. So we started from there. Then uh, eighth grade, I went to um, varsity as a starter, which was scary, and I wasn't like used to it. And then I got hurt that season, so I wasn't in for most of the season, but I came back quick, and I just, like, wanted to, like, even do better, like, to make up for what I lost because I hated being on the sidelines mm. and just having to watch them play the game. Like, I just think, oh, my God, I could do that. I wish I was there. And then this year, um, starter again, and I got to actually make it the whole season. Yeah. And it was just fun. I loved it. 
Yeah, wow. So um, going from JV to varsity, you noticed a big jump in terms of the talent on the field? Yeah, because on JV, my coach was Coach Morrison. She, I loved her so much. She's like one of my favorite coaches ever. Um, her, she would put me in with Devin, and I, it felt like even though we were seventh graders, um, we were like the main people like on the team. Like it felt like mm-hmm. everybody had their own part, and everybody was great. But you guys were like the cent- kind of the central. Yeah, with like, like Claire, this girl named Claire Darrenbacher, who I also played with this varsity season. It was just like so much fun, and we would lose a good amount because it was hard. Yeah. We especially because our talent was kind of. It was good. There were some good parts or some bad parts. You guys so, were still kind of getting to know each other and yeah. each other out. Yeah. Because when you really do get to know each other like and stay together, you start to learn how you play mm-hmm. with each other. So like it'll just be like a fluid motion yeah. when you keep on going into it and passing the ball. It's just like easy. Yeah, you know, you know, you know how your teammate plays, so you know where they're going to be, so you know how to kind of lead them or where to, where to put the ball at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their strengths and their weakness, mm-hmm. weaknesses. So. Yeah. So what 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 is the makeup of the varsity team now? Is it a lot of seniors? Uh, is it a little older? Are you guys younger? Because you're on the team and you have a couple um, younger players still currently, right? Yeah, we have our team is a lot of freshmen. I would say we have about seven freshmen and we have one eighth grader, um, Riley Landisi. Love her. I've always played with her since I can remember, and. We did have a lot of seniors this year. I want to say we had six or five, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be losing a lot of girls. But they were great, but we're good. Like, I know in the future, if we keep on, like, working and just going hard, then we'll do great. Yeah, and and to Brandon's point earlier, right, the more you guys have time together, yeah. the stronger you're going to be because you can, you know, you, you kind of gel more as a team cohesively versus, you know, I can remember back in, back in my day when you start, right? Like if you have a bunch of new people, you got to first understand their talent, then you got to see how it works as a team. And then, you know, before you know it, your first game is coming up and yeah. now you just feel like you're behind the eight, eighth ball, eight ball. Is that, is that the thing? Yeah, you got it. You got it. Right, right. I was like the eighth, yeah. what, eighth grade ball? It works. <laughs> Um, so then you feel like you're behind, but then it's like, you know, these other teams, you know, they may have other people that have been working together for a lot longer and then they, you know, it's not necessarily that they're better than you. It's just that they work better together because of the time that they've had. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds like you have a lot of young talent, which means as we look to the future, we can continue to expect and I'll raise the bar, right? We can continue to expect more wins coming out of uh, the Beacon Girls Soccer League. Just from last year, um, the difference is crazy. I want to say we had four wins last year and a bunch of losses. If that, I don't know. It was pretty hard, even though, not to say, I was hurt for most of the season. So, mm-hmm. But then this year, the difference is a lot. I think we were up in wins and mm-hmm. obviously down in losses. So we did great. Compared yeah. to how it was last year, it was really like a whole new team. And the freshman girls, I did play with them for strikers. So in some ways, it's like how it always was. Yeah. So for you, it's like, oh, yeah, I know how to play with this person. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. 
Um, and then, you know, just from, you know, you sharing that you had an injury, you want to tell us a little bit about your injury last year? Yeah. So I fractured my ankle. It hurt. It was, I was probably the worst pain I've ever felt if I had to say so, but it was hard and I came back from it. I like iced it as much as I could. I put pressure on it probably way too soon, but I didn't care. I played soccer and it was probably a little hurt still. I could still feel it, but I didn't care. I wanted to finish the season. I wanted to get as much as I could. I'd tell my dad I was fine. It didn't matter. I would do what I wanted to do. Probably Mm -hmm. wasn't the best option, Mm -hmm. but it's fine now. And I've always like had injuries since a young age. I've had Osgood slaughters in both of my knees and I still have it. Um, Um, For those of us. Yeah, I'm going to raise my hand first. (laughs) For those of us who don't know what that is, um, what is that? Osgood slaughter is from growing. It's right at the bottom of your knee. You get a big lump, and it's very, very painful. I'd say the first time I got it, like, I went to the doctor's office. He touched my knee, and I bawled my eyes out. And I don't cry. Like, well, I do cry, obviously, like everybody. But unless if I'm really really hurt, I've only went down twice, and that's when I fractured my ankle. Mm -hmm. And when I sprained my ankle when I was younger on. And it was very, very bad both times. That's the only time I went down. So, and you was, did this on the field. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's so, tough. Chelsea, can I give you a little? Chelsea, can I give you a little injury advice? Yeah. When you're younger, yeah, you're passionate. You just want to play again. I fractured my back in high school um, on the football field on practice. Um, it still bothers me today. Um, so as as you get older, you start to realize, you know. If you have to take an extra week or extra two weeks to make sure that the injury heals, I would recommend you do that because it's hearing the passion that you have about soccer, seeing the success you're having, you're going to have a bright future in either college or even even past college. So um, don't, don't always don't always don't always rush to get out there because you can do more harm to to an injury. Uh, I was in I was in the same shoes. You know, I I like playing sports. I got injured. It was like you know, let me just put the ice on it. We, we kind of had a rule. You don't go see the doctor because the doctor makes you sit out for at least two weeks. So, yeah. like, uh, you, wait, you wait to the end of the season. But, you know, if, if I could go back, I'll, I'll definitely make sure that any injury that I have, that I definitely nurse it to, to recovery because just um, aggravating it um, only sent me through it, – it plagued me through injuries my whole uh, football career. Yeah, for sure. Um, and right after that did happen, there was only like, I want to say two games left that I got to play. So I just didn't care. I mean, obviously I should have, but after that, I took super good care of it. I took a break from soccer for a while to make sure everything was fully healed because I didn't want to risk anything. Um, and now when you get onto the field, is it something that you think about? It does scare me sometimes because I just want to be careful because I'm very, very fast and I jerk like to move mm-hmm. super quickly and my ankles um it's just a little I don't want to hurt myself and that's what I think about because it'll happen like at the stupidest moments one time I sprained my ankle like walking down the hallway mm, just because yeah. I didn't want to I didn't want to hurt my dog he was yeah. like, coming in fast and I just sprained my ankle yeah just the stupidest ways yeah. so I have to be mindful of it yeah and like sometimes I'll be like whoa like let's like just take it easy real quick I'll ask the coach to come out sometimes mm-hmm. but rarely because yeah yeah, but that's that's the start of it, right? Like, um, how do you just pause and give yourself enough space so that um, you are listening to your body, right? Because you'll know. 
yeah. if you listen, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, and the other thing is um, you probably played on grass most of, most of your younger career, but now with the new um, turf, I know um, there's, there's probably some restrictions on turf. Like when, when you're making those cuts, it's really thick and hot. So do you play a little bit different on turf as you go with the grass? Because grass has that little give where you know you're going to slide a little. Yeah, because on turf, it's very slick. The ball goes perfectly sometimes, which is great. But when you're running or when you slide, it can really hurt or it's like kind of hard. It's not super cushiony. Mm-hmm. So like I'll have turf burn all over my legs. It'll be bloody. I had to come out from the season, like not come out of the season, like come out of game so they could put tape over it because you're not allowed to bleed on the field now because of COVID. So I'd have to come out multiple mm-hmm. times just to get it fixed up because I didn't care. Yeah. I would just play through it. But sometimes like I had one right on my knee. So whenever I move my knee, I could feel it like the cut opening and closing. So mm-hmm. it just, in some ways, turf is good. In some ways, it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Do you have a preference, one or the other, if you if you could choose? If I could choose, I have played at the soccer field for a tournament where it was, like, perfect. It was real grass, and it was just cut amazingly. Like, it was, like, it felt like turf, but it was, like, with the advantages of real grass real grass uh-huh. so that's what I would want to play on but that's like crazy to ask for because it's super hard to maintain and stuff like that mm. that's like what the professionals play on they don't play on turf they play on like amazingly well taken care of grass oh I didn't even realize yeah, that yeah I assumed it was just turf no <laughs> yeah. it, just, it looks like turf it does it's so look perfect, like it. but it's real grass wow yeah, I've, only, I've only been to one professional game it was the Red Bulls game and I remember the field looked perfect, and I just assumed it was turf, but it was probably grass. Yeah. Just taken care of very well. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would say over the last 10 years or so, so probably your entire career here, <laughs> um, soccer, soccer has just exploded across the country in terms of not only the amount of kids that are playing, but, um, you know, the professional sports are starting to really take off. Um, so do you watch and do you follow any of the, the MLS and that kind of stuff? So I have went to a game before for, oh, what was it? I don't remember, but it was my favorite ever one is Carly Lloyd. I got her autograph on a t-shirt. So I watched a lot of clips for her. I wrote a book report about her. I read her book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, I follow stuff on Instagram all the time. And just watching soccer or like slick little moves, me and my dad will tag each other in it because mm-hmm. it's just it's great to watch and it's so crazy sometimes what these kids or grown ups do. So yeah. yeah, I do follow it a good amount. Do you take some inspiration from them? I was gonna ask, yeah. yeah, if I see like a move, I wanna learn it so bad. Like before I would just make like mainly focus on my speed, that would make me win it. But now I start to do like a rollover here and there or a quick little like scissor where you put your foot around the ball. So it like it really does change the way you play sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I can only ima- I mean, I watch this stuff and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. But like you watch it and it's like you can dissect it and yeah, say, you're, you're oh, you can, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can actually take that and apply it to the field, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Now, do you. Do you, you know, because we're a lot, of, we're we're big on like giving back. Do you work with like young kids now and helping them with, you know, getting better in the sport or coaching or anything? Like, do you 
uh, give back at all uh, to the community? My friend Jason Kokomo's mother, she has a soccer team. I was going to go with them, mm-hmm. but I, fr- I don't remember what happened. I was going to go with them and practice with them a little bit, but I think it was either around where COVID happened, mm-hmm. COVID happened or their practice got canceled, something like that, but I was going to. I planned on it mm-hmm. um, for soccer. We have every summer, well, besides last summer because of COVID, um, a like the high school, Coach Alzate, runs a camp where we teach younger kids. I used to be a part of the camp, how to do soccer, little tricks and moves, and that's like really fun, yeah. just to like teach them and like. And the to kids, watch they must them. they must adore you guys when you guys come and like. It's so it's yeah. so cute. They will pick you back ride twenty four seven. Walk to the bathroom with them all the mm-hmm. time. Like it's just adorable. Sit with them at lunch. It was yeah. a really great experience. Well, because you're like the superstars to them, you know, like yeah. that's what they really want to be when they they get bigger as well. Um, and now you, we've we've talked about it a bit, so it's the elephant in the room, all things COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, how has you know first let's talk let's talk about COVID as it relates to soccer. How has COVID impacted playing? Because you shared you're playing with masks this yeah. season um, at school. Is that hard? Yes. At first. It's because you would suck in the mask. Yeah. You felt like you couldn't breathe. We would start to run around the school like three times and like try to improve on our score every time. Uh-huh. And girls would throw up because it was just so, it wasn't easy. Then they, get, they get sweaty too. Like yes, when it's you're... disgusting. I constantly find myself like taking my mask, rubbing my, rub, like when I'm not around people, obviously, mm-hmm. rubbing just to try to get whatever it's off, sweat off, and then putting my mask back on. It's just super, it's hard. And we found these masks, like enhancer things that are plastic that we put in our mask, which would help a little bit, but still it's like totally different on how mm-hmm. you played your game. Especially if you've been playing all, I mean, that's been, I feel like it's been the biggest, the most interesting thing for me is like watching people adapt, especially in sports, with training, with playing, with this new way, because having a mask on your face is, you would never think would be something would be safe to do playing a sport. I'm yeah. thinking about like, like your, your, yeah. your air intake, your oxygen. Yeah. I'm thinking about the difficulty I had going to the grocery <laughs> store yeah. with this thing on. Remember, keep yeah. your arms up and, and you yeah. start getting cramps. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and like, and like being like, I can't breathe. Like what's going on? You know, yeah. like there's that, you know, you find yourself like holding it out mm-hmm. underneath. Yeah. <laughs> like what is going on here? But to like, you know, I, I, you know, and I'll let everybody know, I have not been back to the gym because I can't see myself getting on a treadmill or getting on an elliptical with a mask on because, like, I'm having difficulty as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a mini panic attack one time. Like, I felt like I could, like, I had the mask on and I was at the gym and I was, you know, I was, I wasn't running, but I was going at a nice pace and I started kind of like feeling like claustrophobic. I was yeah. just like, holy crap. And I panicked. I had to like take it off, and I was like looking around to make sure no one saw me. <laughs> and I was like, "This is a tough way to yeah. go about doing stuff." Yeah, it really wasn't easy. So like, so you're just like, you know, you're getting ready to go to practice or a game or anything like that, and it's like you're all suited up, ready to go, and then you mask up yeah. and like. Was it, you know, in the early days, this running, this drill of running, was that helpful to get you guys in condition to run with it? Or, you know, you said that you guys got some plastic thing to go inside. At first I hated it, Mm -hmm. but it really did help. It was a very smart move by my coach because it really did, like, help you get used to it. 
while running. Uh, now I can have a mask on for hours, and it wouldn't bother me. I could probably sleep with a mask on mm-hmm. and be fine. So it like it's just like I'm used to it. Have you tried running without a mask now? Like and like, have you seen improvements? Yeah, I did play one game, uh-huh. um, like a scrimmage, with some of my close friends, and we didn't wear a mask, and it was the difference was crazy. Yeah, you probably it was eating, so I could breathe more. so well. It felt like mm. I never had a like I didn't have to stop as much. I just like it was great. It felt like I was like in a different world or something where I could just breathe. Mm. Wow. I mean, and now just looking ahead, right? Just imagine where you're going to be and how you're going to feel on the other side of COVID when we do knock on wood, get back to a regularly scheduled program. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to be that much, you're going to have that much more um, uh, strength to endurance. Yeah. Like all of that um, because of the season that you went through Um, and you know, you're not you're you're wearing masks on the field, um, but COVID in general has just kind of impacted your season a bit. Um, you know, what is your perspective on just like the school environment um, now that we're in COVID and you're not exactly in the same, in you know, same day to day routine? Yeah, at school it's weird. We all can only like walk on one side of the hallway, walk on the other side of the hallway, and it's half. We go A through L, so I'm an obviously A through L because my last name is Dorbogosian. And some parts that were fun about school, like the only parts that like you really liked, aren't the same. Like lunch, you don't get to sit with your friends. You have to like be spaced out. You could sit near them and try to talk to them, but it's just not that easy. And most of my friends don't have the same last name as me. They're on the other group. So I don't really have many friends in any of my classes or anything like that. So just the fun parts are kind of gone. Yeah, and, and I also think about, you know, the days when you have a game, right? Like, it, it, there's so much, like, school spirit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I just think, like, not... Or having an awesome season and getting that kind of, like, love from your school and your yeah. classmates. Like, kind yeah. of, that, that's a big part of it, too, that, you yeah. know, it's not happening now. We They would give us um, announcements. Like, people would text me and be like, hey, like, you were on the announcement this morning. I was like, I was? I didn't know that they... Yeah, God. <laughs> I didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't notice it was happening. But they still try to give us some acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. At least. So that's one good thing that they try to do, at least. Yeah, and, and it is... It, you guys are provide When you guys, you know, as an athlete... A win is great for you. It's great for the team, right? Because you guys are the ones doing the work day in and day out to get to that space where you actually secure the win. But for the school, I mean, it does. Like I remember back in the day when, like, if you won a football game, you know, like it just it changed. It was a big deal. Monday, Tuesday, like people were just in general, everybody was able to celebrate that win with you. Um, So I think it's good that they are giving you, you know, at least. You, although you can't hear it, they're yeah. still putting it on the announcements <laughs> yeah. for you. I think that's great. Um, but things like the pep rally and spirit week and stuff, now that you're in high school, um, did they try to give you some way of celebrating that this year? Um, I'm not 100% sure, really, like mm. with celebrating. We yeah. usually have like an end-of-the-year dinner, but we're, that's being pushed, mm-hmm. obviously. And like we like make a slideshow of all of our cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the celebrating part, my our team, like one of my favorite parts, I got like a goal winning goal for Ketchum. Um, and all of us just like coming together, like 
going to each other to, like, celebrate, that's, like, really, like, makes your day and, like, yeah. makes the game. Because it's just, like, so great. Especially if you know you were a part of it. doesn't matter if you were a defender because sometimes people are just like, oh, like, who scored the goals? Yes, scoring the goals is a big part, but everybody has, like, a play on it, like, and has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person. Yeah. And, uh, and, as I, and as I understand, I don't know you're downplaying it a little bit, but you didn't just score a goal. What is that, headbutt? Oh, yes, I got a header. That's, um, I got a few headers, I think. Um, that's so a header favorite. is exactly... Like, you head the ball into the goal. So is there? So when you do that, is that always or orchestrated? Meaning, does somebody? Do you know somebody else is giving that, like sending you the ball, or does it just happen organically? Mainly, the they we get corner kicks where they go to the corner and they t- kick the ball. And I love getting headers. It hurts your head, but <laughs> after if the ball is super hard, which the refs love to make the ball super hard, uh-huh. it will like sting your head, but it's worth it. So the ball, whenever there's a corner, I just always want to go get a header. That's my main goal. And it was funny because my friend Brielle Travis took a corner kick, and um, there's this play where we run in and we figure out where we're going, and my friend Devin Kelly was like, hey, you got it. And then once she said that, I went in and I just got this great header, and it was amazing because, like, it was just awesome. Like, headers are like header with a mask. Yeah, how about that? And, I mean, you also, too, you know, you, you were kind of speaking before, you're a little bit on the smaller side, so for you to be able to pull that off, like, you had to kind of get up. I have to jump. I've, like, found myself, like, trying to jump over girls for a crazy tall. <laughs> and for being super small, I'm, like, super strong. Ever since I was little, I'm, like, always, like, super strong. Now I'm a little more bulky than I used to be, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, super strong, so I'll just jump in the air and I'll like push a girl out of the way and she'd literally fall on the ground just so I can get a header. <laughs> wow. No, that's awesome. Now tell us a little bit about the season that you guys had, like um, coming in the first few games, you guys were, was it, was the, were you guys winning, winning, winning? Or are you guys struggling in the beginning? Um, what, the, how was your experience coming into the season? The first game we played Peekskill, which is great because um, Peekskill isn't they're not as good as us mm-hmm. so it's just a great way to like get your confidence up and get some goals and like just know like yeah we can do this like this is a great start so we played peak skill um the first i think that's like one of the first five games we played was peak skill i want to say and that like really helped our confidence especially like for the girls that were newer um because i know what it's like it's like it's not easy it's hard you get scared like anxiety mm-hmm. all that stuff and it's just like brings you down sometimes but when that happens it's like a really good way to like uphold everything and like lift everybody up so yeah so you guys can actually walk through what it looks you know like because i can imagine if you had like the strongest team yeah i want to say our first few games we won and like tied so that was great because we didn't lose yeah yeah and um from this year versus last year, right? Because you got injured last year, but towards the end of the season? It was towards the middle of the season. I, okay. didn't, really get a, I didn't really get to play many games. Yeah. I said like four, and then I got hurt. Yeah, so you coming in this season, were you like, you know, I'm going to score as much as yes. I was that like? that was my goal. My goal was not to get hurt and to get as many goals and assists and do everything I could. Mm-hmm. That was my main goal. And now looking back at the season, are you are you proud of what you accomplished? Yeah, because it's just crazy, especially because I'm only a freshman, to get as many, like, 
get, um, I got more points than everybody on the team. <laughs> and it's just crazy. And my coach, Alzate, told me that he thinks I'm the freshman that's ever got, like, that he's ever had who's gotten the most goals. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, a great feeling. And it just makes you, like, feel so proud. Yeah. And I know you talked a little bit about, like, making sure that you're always having fun yeah. along the way. Um, so right now, are you? do you feel like... Do you look back and say, I could have done more? Or are you are you saying, like, no, I feel good about what I was able to accomplish? So, you know, sometimes it depends on the game. But most times I would say I feel good about it. But if I knew I made, like, a bad pass or, like, it ended up resulting in them almost getting a goal or, like, getting the ball, sometimes it does, like, suck mm. to think about. But I mainly try to focus on the good parts. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about your teammates, uh, you know, when you look back at all that you've accomplished, like, do you, you know, what are some of the people that you think about along the way that have helped you? So one of the big ones is my friend, Devin Kelly. I've played with her for forever. It feels like on the strikers team, like me and her were like the best ones. Like it was just so much fun. And now it's still sort of that way. Like she was just like, I could always trust her with the ball. She's gave me multiple assists. I've assisted her. It's just we work really well together. And another one is Riley Landisi, because last year playing forward was strange. Like, you really need a good system. And she's an eighth grader. She's younger than me. But playing with her, like, we have a really good just, like, method and, like, formation. Like, hey, you go on this side. Hey, pass the ball. And, like, we'll yell at each other on the field, but, like, in a loving way. You know what I mean? Like, we'll scream at each other, but then be like, you know what? Like, good job. And we'll, like, it'll be over in, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great way, like, we know what to do. Like, hey, you got it. Like, we're both just not ball hogs. We're like, really great at working together. Yeah, and then you did share that there's a few seniors on the team this year. Um, you know, as they move on, like, um, what are you going to miss the most about them? Probably how funny they are, because a lot of them are funny. Like, well, being just getting rides is fun. Yeah. Um, before games, my friend Claire, she's not a senior yet. She's still a junior, but her, like in this girl named Ashley and Gabby, we would literally dance in the parking lot waiting for the bus and just have a little dance party. Yeah. Like just try to get pumped up. Mm-hmm. So that's going to suck. And just playing with them because everybody has something to do with the team. Like everybody's important. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's like that. I think that's the thing that folks that ha- that aren't really into sports, like that they don't realize, like you know, there's so you spend so much time together, yeah. you know, that it does matter, like the small things, like you know, the fact that they're funny or that you know, you know, you have your dance parties, like that's yeah. the stuff that people don't they don't get to see, right? Like a family. Yeah, the fans don't get to see that piece. So I think that's great that you guys have that. And, um, you know, as you look ahead, right, because I know you're still you're still younger on the team, but yeah. you're becoming a little bit of the veteran, right? Because you're having all these seasons under your belt. Yeah. Um, you know, before you know it, you're going to blink and you'll be the leader. That's what it feels like. And it's yeah. great because my coach would talk to us, like he like had a practice where he told us stuff. And for me, I have to work on my left foot, like my weakness. I'm going to keep on working on it. But he told me that I'm one, I'm one of the people that he sees leading the team. I already started, he told me, and that I'm definitely going to be the future leader, which mm-hmm. just, it's a great feeling, especially yeah. for being so young. Yeah. And everything that you said earlier, too, is that sometimes you can look at, you know, especially the younger folks that are just 
getting on the team and stuff and it's exciting but then also there's there's a level of responsibility and you can feel a little bit of anxiety around that kind of stuff so I think it's you know it's great that you're you know one like here with us sharing how you know your experiences and all that stuff and you know my advice to you would be to just continue to do that share you know with folks because on the outside looking in they could say oh well you know she doesn't get nervous she's got it she's you know she's the she's the best but when you share with them like you know what like I am the best but you know I had an injury right it's not easy it's not easy yeah so just showing a little bit of that piece too so that it's not you know it's not that um you know, you're untouchable. It's just that you do it anyway. Yeah. You're scared and, you know, you may have anxiety about it, but you do it anyway. Yeah, you just got to work through it. Mm-hmm. And my, like, family helps a lot. Like, my dad, my mom is definitely a supporter. She's helping with everything, don't get me wrong. But my dad has always, like, even when I didn't want to hit him to, like, pushed me to the best. And it really does help. Like, I'd hate him. Well, obviously <laughs> not hate him. But, yeah. like, he'd be like, hey, you want to go for a run today, kid? And I'd be like... Uh, not really, <laughs> but him like pushing me ever since I was like a young age, like really helps. Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's no, important. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and some yeah. people don't have that. So I'm like really grateful to have that. Yeah. No, it sounds like your whole family has had a bit of a hand in what's gotten you where you are. Right. Yeah. Like you spoke about how it started with your sister that got you to think like, Hey, like, I want to do this. Yeah. Right. Um, you have your mom that's with you day in, day out. You have yeah. your dad that's pushing you along the way. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's great to see that the whole family is, is committed to your success here. And, you know, no better, no better thank you other than you going out there and being great. Yeah. And part of it is like everybody knows how important it is to me. Like this is my way to get into a college hopefully because we don't have the most money. Mm. We aren't broke, but we aren't rich. We're middle class. Mm-hmm. So we don't have money to like what other kids do to send me to this college and do stuff like that. Like I have to work for everything. So that's like a big part of it. Like when I do this stuff, I have to think about like, Hey, I have to do this for my future, not just for right now, but like that's part of it. A big yeah. Part of it. And so when you do look ahead, like, you know, what do you see for yourself? Do you have you like, are there certain teams that you'd love to be on someday, like college teams, or do you just want to make sure that you're able to play um, at the college level? I would love to just be able to play at the college level. D1 or D2 would be great. But a D2 school that I've always been really interesting in, interested in is Pace University because they have a great soccer team. Um, I love just watching it. And I took a tour of the school one time. And it's just, when I was young, too, it's just great. Mm-hmm. I just really want to go there. I'd want to be in law, criminal justice law, and they have a good law department. So it's just like my cousin went there, and it's close to home. I could, it's only 45 minutes away from us. So I just, like, that's like big, a big school I'd want to go to. Yeah, yeah. I Check think the that's phone. Yeah, it sounds like everything you want is there. You've got a family connection, yeah. educate the program, the school, yeah. And to some people, it's like, eh, like it's just Pace University. But, like, to me, I'm just like, uh, it's like my future. I think that's yeah. a local. I, th- I think, I, I, but I also think that's a local thing. I think that's yeah. a local feeling that people have just because. Yeah. But Pace is a big school. Yeah. It's a, yeah, that's a that's a really good school. Yeah. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, and I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, the, the one thing I always like to add is, um, I, just hearing you talk, I just think that uh, we we knew that you were talented uh, playing soccer, but you're also like professional and and you're thinking for the future. You're very mature. 
I'm just thinking about what was I thinking about as a ninth grader and college was far further from yeah. my mind. It was really, really just the next day. Just here, just sitting here talking with you, um, I'm, I'm more impressed than, than just knowing that your athletic ability on the skill, um, on the field, I mean. Yeah, I've like always known what I wanted to do, which is crazy because I really am only in ninth grade. But mm-hmm. watching my sister and seeing how hard it is, it just like made me want it even more. Yeah. So like, it just makes me think about everything. Kind yeah, of, so. yeah. But you know, it's doing everything you can from where you are, right? Yeah. Knowing where you want to be tomorrow, but really focusing on what you can do about that today, which I think is like, you know, you got you got really close to the key to life already, yeah. right? Like you got <laughs> just like just like Ruben said, right? Like like at ninth grade, just having having a little bit of a focus, right? And that's why I asked, like, is it jo- college in general? Because that would have been very acceptable at your age to be like, oh, I just want to play at college. If I can get there, that'd be great, and not have a focus like this, but to know that you know you actually have a specific school in mind that to you would be you know, a great accomplishment, like that's, that's huge. Yeah. So, so don't take that lightly at all. That's, that's awesome. And, you know, um, for me personally, I'm just happy to have you on the, on the show here. Um, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of it. Um, not only, I think for me personally, now it's like, all right, well, next season, (laughs) my eyes are going to be on you. Um, hopefully, hopefully you won't have to be wearing this mask while you're out there and you won't need to have all those, all those breaks in between. Um, but yeah, I very much look forward to seeing not only what you do, but it sounds like you guys have a really strong unit there with your coaches, with your teammates. Um, you know, um, I personally, I'm going to be looking for, um, much, much more success and hopefully we'll be in a safe space to be out there and cheering you guys along the way for sure. Sure. So, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to add uh, too much pressure, but uh, yeah, I, I probably see MLS in the future, but another far, far down the road. So, <laughs> but um, he's already, he's like already going to be scoping out different <laughs> colleges for you and sending them along. Yeah. Like, tell her to look at this college. I saw this school. Hey, really whatever good. help I can get, yeah. I'll take. <laughs> you just picked up a, a scout. <laughs> And, and, like, and like Brooke already mentioned, uh, with your family being a good support group for you, um, I also I also just want to offer to you, um, if you ever see a need or just utilize I Am Beacon as, as a resource to you too, because it sounds like you're, you're, you've been in the community, you got passion for the community, and um, we're, we're, we're always willing to help our youth in any way possible. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. I Am Beacon is great. I went to like... By loopers, like um, little festivals before school with my friends. It's just like it was so much oh, yeah. fun. Our back to school block party they that had, like, we had. Little, like bouncy houses and uh-huh. we got school supplies and it was great. It was yeah. like so much fun. Yeah, well, we're glad that you were able to 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 join us over there. Um, before we let you get going, Brandon has a very special question for you. Yes, I do. <laughs> um. <laughs> we ask we ask all of our guests this. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. What would you say your superpower is, and how do you use it? Um, probably my speed and how I think about things. Mm. Can you give me an example? So speed, because I don't know why, ever since I was little, I've just always been like the fastest kid. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of how short I am, one helpful thing. <laughs> um, like on the soccer field, I've always never, there's like hasn't been a person I can't beat, like with speed. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it, and 
how I think about things because just like in life in general and also for soccer, like when you watch the game, you're like anticipate what's mm-hmm. going to happen. You get a good like understanding of it. So yeah. that's probably my superpowers. Can I add to that a little bit? Yeah. I think part of that is the confidence you have because it's one thing to process things quickly than to be able to react and respond accordingly yeah. and being confident in yourself that, oh, I got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to add that to it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. He's like, here's another superpower for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is really great. And, you know, again, like, don't, don't be a stranger now. You know all of us. Uh, and we are 100% going to be looking forward to seeing you next season out there. Um on the soccer field and also to see what you're doing off the soccer field as well. So thanks again, Chelsea, yeah. for stopping by. For sure. Can you just let our listeners know um, where they can follow your soccer team? Do you guys have a Facebook page or social media? On oh, yeah. Facebook, we have Beacon High School Girls Soccer. Um, our coach will post things about how our season's going. Shout-outs. I've gotten many shout-outs from him on Facebook about who scored goals gave assists, who played really great greens, and just our organization and how to help or be a part of it later on in the future. Awesome. Yeah, so if you haven't and you're listening to us right now, you could do this while we're listening. We'll give you the space Mm -hmm. to pop on over to your Facebook uh, page and look up the Beacon Girls Soccer and like the page so that you're getting all the latest and greatest in terms of all the things that the girls are doing. Um, you know, I know that like you were recently all league, right? Is yes, that the... I made all league. Yeah. So like that's how I was able to find it, right? Because you, that's where they, they put up those posts um, instead of having to, you know, pop all over the place. You can see all things Beacon Soccer in one location there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that wraps up this episode of This is Beacon. Uh, Look forward to seeing or listening or hearing or you hearing (laughs) me soon. You have been listening to This is Beacon, a dynamic duo high five production in association with I Am Beacon, a nonprofit organization.